Blessed assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Place your right hand. Anyone under the sound of my voice this very afternoon, I want you to place your right hand on your chest. I want you to speak to God. You have not come to encounter man, but you have come to encounter the Lord. Hallelujah. Pray to God that, Lord, let me have an encounter with you this afternoon. Let me have an experience with you. Let me experience you in a unique way. Pray to God. Resinten divis koskiviri antas. Vediko sidibi antenemihosh. Valideo sentenemihosata. Alimi kapon tenemekosatante. Zedibikon tenemikon tananamakata. Bantin din din kantantin pantantin tin kap. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tell your neighbor you live here with fire. Oh, say you live here with fire. Oh, I said tell your neighbor you live here with fire. It's fire camp. And then, yes, sir. And, and fresh fire for new beginning. So, you are living here. I prophesy over your life this afternoon. As you live here, may you live here in the fullness of the power of God. As you live here, may you be on fire for God. In the name of Jesus. 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 I prophesy into your spirit man. May your spirit man be on fire. May your soul be on fire. May your body be on fire. In the name of Jesus. 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 Someone here. Amen. Amen. Let's leave it. Amen. <laughs> oh, clap for Jesus. Amen. Hey, the way you are alert, far. <laughs> hey. You came fully prepared, though. And I said, someone here now, you are ready. <laughs> you want me to go there? I'll go there, but not now. Amen. 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 I believe and I know yes, Lord. that we will have a great time in His Ooh. presence. Lord. When you pursue God genuinely, you will discover that many of your friends are not your friends. 
Let me repeat. So when you pursue God genuinely, you will discover that many of your friends are not your friends. That's the first statement. Write it down. And don't ever forget this. When you pursue God genuinely, you will discover that those you call your friends, maybe they are not your friends, but rather they are your enemies. Maybe they are stamping block to your growth. Maybe they are distractions. Hallelujah. So when you pursue God genuinely, many of you, you will discover that many of your friends say, no, they are standing in your way. Hallelujah. Who knows their team for this year for your camp? Fresh fire. Receive fresh fire now. Oh, receive fresh fire. Oh, receive fresh fire. Oh, receive fresh fire. Oh, receive fresh fire. I see fresh fire coming upon many people here. Fresh fire. Fresh fire for what? Our foundational scripture is taken from the book of Isaiah Hot. Isaiah 43, verse number 18 through 19. I still remember not the former things. Or consider the things of old. Hallelujah. So, you are living here with fresh fire for new beginning. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What a powerful team. Tell your neighbor what a powerful team. This afternoon, I'll be talking about becoming fire. Becoming fire. Under it, I have some side titles there. What happens when the fire falls? And under it again, Rebuilding and repairing the altar so that the fire can fall. Becoming what? Fire. Under it, what happens when the fire of God falls? Under it again, rebuilding and repairing the altar so that the fire can fall. It is fully loaded. I'm trusting God that before I'll put the mic down, I'll do justice to all this. I'm trusting God and I'm believing God. Amen. Everybody here knows what fire is. Fire is a process which substance hmm? Combine chemically without oxygen from the air to typically produce a bright light, heat, and smoke. That's the definition for fire. Under fire, we have classifications of fire. 
We have class A fire, class B, class C, class D and F. But some will tell you there is E. We are studying fire. So I have to start from somewhere. So that we will go deeper and deeper. Then let me relax for you. I say we have classifications of fire. We have class A, class B, class C, class D, and class F. Some will tell you there is E. Yes. Amen. We have studied what fire is. We have, we have dealt with classification of fire. Now we are going to do with fire extinguishers. Now, we have foam fire extinguisher. We have carbon dioxide. We have powder. And we have water. Hallelujah. Because of where we are going, that is why I'm seeing all these things. Yes, I'm a Amen. So, I'm done. With fire. What definition is fire? What is fire? <laughs> I said it is a process with substance combined chemically with oxygen from the air to typically produce a brighter light or heat or smoke. And yes, sir. Amen. So I will take my time and will be moving gradually. Becoming fire. How will you become fire? And what happens when the fire falls? You know. You know. Amen. Now, becoming fire Fire is a nature and a character of God. Fire is a nature and a character of God. I'll prove it from the Bible. Hallelujah. Fire is what the nature and the character of God. It means that God himself is fire. Everything about him is fire. Say fire. Very good. So you were created in the image and the likeness of God. So there is fire already in you. Hallelujah. If you read Genesis chapter 1 verse number 26. Let us create man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowls of the air. Over the cattle upon everything that creepeth upon the earth. So you and I are created in the image and after the likeness of God. And we understood that fire is a nature and the character of God. It means that you too you carry fire. But the problem is you have a responsibility to sustain that fire or not. If you read Psalm 104 verse number 4. 
He says, the angels are what? He has made the angel spirit by his servant flames of fire. So, you and I sitting here, we are created to be fire-branded people. Yeah, we are created to be old. But ask yourself, is that fire working? Yeah, you are created in the image and the likeness of God. Hallelujah. But the question is, is that fire at work? Amen. Let's read. Psalm 104, verse number 4. Psalm 104, verse 4. Who maketh his angel spirits, his ministers, a flaming fire? His ministers, a flaming fire. Can you joke with fire? Eh? Can you joke with fire? So, you, God, has placed fire in you. But the question is, do you have what it takes to sustain that fire? Hallelujah. Oh, you are not answering my question. Do you have what it takes to sustain that fire? Now, one of the symbolic of fire is this. Fire represents the deity. I'm talking about God. The man with the mean breaking it down. I mean Kobe Brisa. Now So I said, oh, fire is the nature and the character of God. So anytime we see fire, it symbolizes what? The deity of God. Who God is. Now, if you read. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse number 24. It's also talking about God is a consuming fire. Let's read. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse number 24. Let's continue. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24. For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. Even a jealous God. So, from this scripture, you realize that the God you and I are serving is a consuming fire. If God is a consuming fire, that means you are a consuming fire. And then, yes, sir. Now, God cannot give birth to cow. Uh, that is true. It's true that good can be given to cow. It's not true. It's not true. So if God is a consuming fire, then you were created in the image and after the likeness of God, it means that you too, you are a consuming fire. Not God alone. You too. You are a consuming fire. Now if you read Hebrews chapter 12 verse number 29, for our God is a what? A consuming what? Fire. Hallelujah. Let's read. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. For our God is what? It's a consuming fire. Now, we are still studying about what? God do. 
Yes, fire symbol like what? The deity of God. You understand? So, we have read a few scriptures. Let, let, me, let me push it more. So, there will be tears here. Mommy, Exodus chapter 24, verse number 18. Exodus chapter 24. Exodus chapter 24, verse 18. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount 40 days and 40 nights. Very good. So, you realize that still, God, the God you and I, we are serving, is a consuming fire. It's what? Oh, see now, oh, oh, come on. I don't need him. Give me Exodus chapter 19. Verse number 17 and 18. Exodus chapter 19, verse 17 to 18. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. And they stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace. And the whole mountain quaked greatly. Amen. So, we have studied right now that God is a consuming fire from the scriptures we have read. And then, yes, sir. So, you are what? A consuming fire. If I look at AC, you are a consuming fire. Don't look. Oh, no. I'm not. Uh, hmm. No. You are in that realm. You are in that class. So, don't let witches and wizards trouble you. No. See yourself in that light. And work towards that. My team is simple. Becoming fire. It's simple. Hallelujah. Another thing that fire symbolizes is this. Fire symbolizes what? Acceptance. Anytime you see fire. I'll, I'll, I'll be breaking. I want us to. I want to give. Then I'll, I'll, I'll be linking it. Amen. Amen. In the olden days, when sacrifices are placed on the altar and fire comes down to burn the sacrifice, it means that God has accepted the sacrifice. Let's look at Genesis chapter 15, verse number 17. When we are done, we move to Judges chapter 13, verse number 19 and 20. When we are done, we move to Leviticus chapter 22 to number 24. Then we move to 1 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 26. We're talking about acceptance. And the time you see fire. So if you are on fire, when I see that means you have got into a realm that you have been accepted by God. Yeah. When you see the fire upon someone, you see that this person is fully accepted by God. And you can't joke with that person. I prophesy and I pray for you that you get to that dimension when witches, when wizards, when men see you, all that they see is fire. 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 Please kindly take your seat. So, when you see fire, it's a symbolic that 
same place. Hallelujah. So the time that Abraham offered the sacrifice unto God, God himself came in a, in a form of fire. Let's read it. Genesis chapter 15 verse 17. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. Passed between. So it means that that sacrifice was accepted. Now in this dispensation, if you read Romans chapter 12, I say, brother, now I beseech you by the message of God to offer yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, as your what your reasonable word service. Now it means that in this dispensation, your body, when your body is placed on the altar of God, when fire comes over you, it means that you have been marked and you have been accepted by God. Some people here, I see that acceptance, the fire of acceptance coming over your life, coming upon you in the name of Jesus. So, anytime they present a sacrifice before the altar of God, when fire comes and consume it, but now in this dispensation, you are a living sacrifice. Your word, a living sacrifice. Let's move to Judges chapter 13, verse number 19 and 20. When we are done, we move to the book of Leviticus chapter 9, verse 22 to 24. You can even start from 20. Judges chapter 13, verse 19 to 20. So Manoah took a kid with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord. And the angel did wondrously. Now, listen to me. The moment the sacrifice was offered, Bible said the angel did wondrous thing. It also means that anytime you see fire, it means that God is about to do something that will blow your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's continue. And the angel did wondrously. And Manoah and his wife looked on. For it came to pass when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. And Manoah and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. Now, you see that with the moment they placed the sacrifice on the altar, one of the characteristics that the sacrifice has been accepted and that God is pleased with the sacrifice is that fire has to come down and consume it. I want to ask you a question. Is your sacrifice as a living sacrifice acceptable by God? Your body, if your body is placed on the altar, would that fire come Why do you? When they am called Leviticus, Leviticus nine, start from verse twenty to twenty-four. Leviticus chapter nine, from verse twenty to twenty-three, and they put the fat upon the breast, and and he burned the fat upon the altar, and the breast and the right shoulder. Aaron waved for a wave offering before the Lord, as Moses commanded. And Aaron lifted up his hand toward the people and blessed them and, and came down from 
and came down from offering of the sin offering and burnt offering and peace offerings and Moses and Aaron. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people and there came a fire out from before the Lord and consumed upon the altar the burnt offering and the fat which when all the people saw they shouted and fell on their faces. So they know that anytime fire comes down upon their sacrifice it means that God has accepted their sacrifice. We have sacrifice of prayer. We have the sacrifice of worship. The sacrifice of thanksgiving. The sacrifice of fasting. Even the sacrifice of money. So if you and I are living sacrifices to God. The question is that all the sacrifices you are doing. Is he accepted by God? Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Chronicles 21 verse number 26. 1 Chronicles 21 verse 26. And David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and called upon the Lord and he answered him from heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offering. So God answered him by what? Fire. Hallelujah. Can hear you. I think, sir. Oh, Hallelujah. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. So, anytime you see fire, <laughs> it's a symbolic that there is what there's an acceptance. Hallelujah. Hey, if you are saying, it's like want me to hand over the mic. Amen. Anytime you see fire, it also symbolizes what? The judgment of God. I'm talking about fire. Anytime you see fire, it symbolizes the judgment of God. In the book of Leviticus chapter 10 verse number 2. Leviticus chapter 10 verse 2. And they went out fire from before the Lord and devoured them and they died before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fire symbolizes what? Judgment. The same fire also symbolizes the presence of God. It symbolizes what? The presence of God. In the book of Zechariah chapter 2 verse number 5. I said the Lord will go around you like a wall of fire. And his glory will shine within. Let's read it. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5. For I, say the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire round about. And will be the glory in the midst of her. Hallelujah. We are still talking about what? Fire. Amen. Do you know that fire is very attractive? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you look at, let's go to Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. So, 
when you are on fire for God there is like a magnet pulling people men and women when they see you Malikoba Asan Tanamahas they want to follow you fire is attractive so when you see fire if you all of us here you see fire you always want to go near and look at it it means that when you are on fire for God men and women will pursue you like John Wesley a time came that they drove John Wesley from the city and John Wesley located his father's tomb and was preaching Bible says uh, a time came that 700 men gathered and the journalists asked John Wesley why have these 700 people gathered he said I have set myself on fire so that men and women will come and watch yes yes so fire looks attractive so when you are on fire for God there's some aura around you anytime men and women see you they want to follow God are you on fire for God are you on fire how many people have followed you to church since you became born again hallelujah prayer meetings how many people have followed you So, when Moses saw the burning bush, the thing looked attractive to him. He couldn't stand it. He was going closer, 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 and closer. It means that when you carry the fire of God, there is something about you that always draws men and women to you. When men and women come to you, all that they want to know is about your God. But the question is, are you on fire for oh, God? Jesus. Are you on fire? Are you on fire? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's read it. Exodus chapter 3 verse 1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Continue. Verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. Verse 3. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this. I will now turn aside to see. So, when you're on fire for God, my God, always men will turn to see. They want to know the God that you are serving. But if you are not on fire for God, oh, sure. You have to move to a dimension that you see fire at work. Say you see fire at work. Yeah. So that when men and women see you, they oh, I want to follow you. I want to serve the God you are serving, Rachel. I want to know the God that you are serving. But if you are not on fire for God, it will not even come to the person's mind to even ask you. So when Moses saw the thing far away, the fear was drawing Moses closer, closer, 
closer. Hallelujah. There was a man called Charles Finney. This man was on fire for God. When, when this man comes to a place, men begin to gather and begin to confess their sins. Instantly, 200 people will confess their sins and said, no, we, we, we let go of this, our sins, and we have accepted Jesus Christ. Who do better you know? Yeah. What you want people to know you by is your iPhone. You have the latest iPhone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, we, we want to get to a dimension that when we enter a place, men have to surrender and give their life to our God. And now we the latest iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, the latest car. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are doing everything possible to get the iPhone. Why are you not doing everything possible to be on fire for God? If I can do everything possible to get iPhone or Galaxy S22 Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing everything possible to get that phone. And I cannot do anything possible to pray and fast to get on fire for God. I'm a fool. I'm a big fool. In capital letters. If because of phone, you can't sleep. Let's continue. Let's continue. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not bent. And when the Lord saw that, he turned aside to see. God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And he said, draw, draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. It's okay. So look at all. How did God cut the attention of Moses? God caught the attention of Moses through a burning bush fire. So the unbelievers in your class yeah in your hostels in your family god can get the attention if you are in on fire for him but the question is you you eat and sleep adidas yeah so there's nothing attracting them to worship god because you do the things they do all of, all of you are watching the same series. All of you are going to the same pool parties. Yes, I didn't mention your name. I'm giving an example. Amen. Somebody, I saw somebody's heart. Say, hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. So look at it. God put this Bush experience caught the attention of Moses. 
you have to reach a dimension that God will use you that you become the reference point that when people see say, I want to know the God you are serving can you tell me more about your God I remember now I didn't want to do national service now I didn't want So, let me tell you this. I didn't want, I didn't want to hear anything about national and our service. No account. So, I came to meet Apostle in his office. He told me, go and do national service. Hallelujah. When you said that thing, I was not happy. So, I just took it. I said, Lord, I'm going to do national service. I didn't cry. Don't make come. Send me here. So, obedience. I did that national service. So, the office where I was working. Anytime me, I sit in the chair. Activated. So, because I don't know who is listening now, so I won't go into details. So, there was a Muslim woman in my office. There was a Christian who was a Catholic. And her and her good friend was also in the office. So, when I sit down, the woman said, anytime you sit down, I feel fire all over in the place. And you could, if you enter, there's echo, no. You could sense fire, like heat. Oh, please. Then the woman asked me, which church do you attend? I mentioned my church. I said, I want to know much about your God. And I said, do you know you have a sister called ABCD? So, this woman sister traveled all the way from Tamale and her sister gave herself to God through one experience. A woo. Oh my God. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Let me tell you. You have to get to a place that people could see that fire tangibly. It's not in visions. Real. William, Simon, prayed five hours a day for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Five hours for two and a half years. One day the Lord told him, add two hours and pray one and a half years again. Now won't go back I mean, about five hours, I remember. Now, me for two hours, seven hours. I'm saying, oh, I'm praying for years. Bring his time. That Azusa Street revival. Bible says, uh, it's not Bible. Church history. You realize that? 
Fire came down. Literally, they have to bring fire service. You, about two hours. Today you pray. Then next week. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Every blessed day, five hours. Now God says, ship the thing to seven hours. You, you'll be angry. Ah, Lord, one baptism. Baptism of fire. Then don't swear by force. Seven hours. The Lord said something to me this afternoon. What I'm about to say, you have to tell me where you belong. You, for me in particular. Yeah. The Lord said to me, there is a difference in Coming to his presence and dwelling in his presence. Where do you belong? Don't tell me. Answer yourself. Some people are there. They come to visit the presence of God and go. They are visitors. They just come. But some people, they dwell there. Are you part of the people who are dwelling there? Are you bad? I mean, they just come. And they are gone. The next time they will come there is because they have a problem. There is a challenge. Hallelujah. I pray that your story will not be so. There is something I discovered about fire. Fire have what we call focus. When I was doing my research, I discovered that fire has focus. What is the focus of fire? To burn things and destroy. And then, yes, sir. So, any man or woman who is on fire for God, you see that they are always focused. You notice that. So, most people, you see, Lack of fire establishes prayerlessness. Lack of fire establishes what? Prayerlessness. So, fire has a focus. So, any man or woman who is on fire for God, see that they are always focused. They are not distracted by things. Well, fire has an agenda to burn. Hallelujah. So, if you are not focused, check that there is something wrong with your fire. There is something what? Oh. Yeah, same old. Do you know that fire is contagious? You know, anything that comes in contact with fire begin to behave like fire. So, if you don't want to do anything with fire, then don't get closer to a man or woman who is on fire for God. Otherwise, you too, you will be 
on fire because the bible says in the book of proverbs chapter 13 verse number 20 if you walk with the wise you will be wise so if a man or woman is on fire my god you too you will be on fire if you read the same proverbs chapter 22 verse number 25 to 24 to 25 you will see and the bible says that if you walk with somebody who is a quick tempered person Verse 25 says, see, you may learn of his ways. So if I am on fire for God, and you are my friend, you will be on fire for God. But the question is, are you on fire for God, for that fire to influence your friend? See that thing? Hallelujah. So, what's your name? Kezia. If you're on fire for God, and, and AC is not on fire for God, if the two of you are friends, maybe by one month time, AC should be praying. AC should be fasting. AC should be reading the word. But if after one month, and you are not seeing anything, that means that your fire you are carrying is not powerful. Do you know that some fire, they are trying to burn the thing, but the thing is not burning. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Ah! I, 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 hallelujah. Yeah! Fire is what? Contagious. Amen. Just cross examine yourself that the fire you carry is this fire influencing someone? Hmm? Oh, ask yourself, ask yourself. Just, just look at yourself, ask yourself. You realize that hmm, fire now may carry crowd, be beyond see you. Yeah, hallelujah. But from this fire camp, levels will change. Oh, I said levels will change. Amen. Yeah. Fire is what? Contagious. It's what? Contagious. So, the question is, since you became born again, that fire that was deposited into your spirit man, has that fire influenced anyone around you? Be honest. Be sincere to yourself. Eh? Has that fire influenced him? But you know that Charlie, sometimes eh, you, you can smooth the You dress very well, dress down. Now what dressing? Wow, I like your dressing. I wish I can also dress like you. But no one has ever said to you, I want to pray the way you pray. I want to read the Bible the way you read your Bible. I want to go to church the way you do it. But when they see your dressing, when they see your hairstyle, when they see your lipsticks, when they see your suit, they want to get some. But they don't want to know the God you are serving. That 
is the problem of the church but i pray that god will take us to a higher dimension that when men and women see us they want to know the god we are serving they want to worship the god we are worshiping they want to fellowship with the god we are fellowshiping i prophesy over your life may god take you into that realm may god take you into that dimension in the name of jesus i pray that god will carry us there when i see people mocking christians i become very sad no 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 hey god is too powerful not all powerful he's too too much if you say all oh, you are trying to compare him amen so when people see you the way you dress it's like they want to dress like you but when i see somebody say i like your your your, your saloon well uh, take me there but no one has ever said to you dion i want to follow you to your church thought you are saying with me say, oh I, I want to know where you have been barbering your head yeah. take me there but you can't ask me where i've been fellowshipping oh jesus mercy Lord mercy Lord if you can watch a movie and recommend that movie to your brother to your sister to your boyfriend to your girlfriend to your mother and your father but you cannot recommend the God that you are serving the God that you are worshiping to that brother to that sister to that boyfriend to that girlfriend that they should know more about God I want to introduce you to my God the God who made the heaven and the earth the God by him all things exist without him nothing was made I want you to know about that God without him your life is useless without him whatever men do will succeed if God is on your side man cannot be against you witches and wizards cannot be against you that is the God I'm recommending to this afternoon serve that God and your life will be blessed serve that God that your life will be blessed if Mitima Kato said I watch some series I want to recommend that thing to you now and I cannot recommend the chapter I read then there's a problem there's what a problem so if I can lecture you so that the movie will, will be so interesting to you that you want to watch that the same way I, I can recommend the Bible to you I, 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 will, I will tell you more about God so that it will be it will sound appealing to you that you want to go and read for yourself if you can tell me much about movies and I'm so much interested that I want to go and watch that movie and see whether what you are saying is true that the same way you have to be interested in the Bible you have to be interested in your fellowship life with God today I challenge you go out there and recommend Christ Jesus to a friend Go out there. Now we meet now saying cause silver bed, then cause shedding. Me go shedding. I'm going to grab some. Now me go to now. Oh, there is a series. Men can do no work. If I sit right now, wow! Even the prophet said it too. <laughs> Somebody was watching that thing yesterday. So I, I won't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
a person is here. Aye, aye, aye. Amen. You see the problem we have. You can't talk to someone about God. You can tell me that Charlie, this hairstyle, Charlie, let us in town. So Charlie, my sister, try it. You can't tell that fasting is good. Try it. When you hear about fasting, it's like you're not comfortable. Oh my awesome. But people I don't believe so. Fasting rather kills also. Yeah, it's true. You can go and do research about fasting. It kills also. But near fasting, I make until them I mean focusing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Another characteristic of fire is this. Fire has the ability to purify. If you read Malachi chapter 3, I think verse 2 to 3, go, you see something there. The Lord is going to sit as a refiner's fire. Yes. So he's going to pet the sons of Levi as silver and gold. Now, whenever, anytime silver is being introduced into fire or gold, the impurities are being taken away. It means that when you are on fire for God, addictions will be broken. All the things that you are addicted to, that fire will burn those things away. The reason why you are addicted to certain things is because you lack fire. That fire of God will purge your system. Those addictions. Yeah. Young, 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 young. Let's read. Malachi chapter 3, verse 2. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire. Very good. And like the fullest soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and purify of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi. And purge them as gold and silver. Wait, that as gold and silver. Yeah. You have never seen gold in its raw state before. Oh, it is very ugly. Yeah. But when that gold is being put into fire... You see the impurities living. And you see that it will be shining. So there is a realm and a dimension. When you are on fire for God. Certain stupid things. In the soulish realm begin hey. to live. Today may that fire come hey. upon you. May everything that you are addicted to. That is not making you worship God. May that thing be broken. May that thing be consumed. By the fire of God. 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 The reason why you can come to church. After church you go back and watch pornography. Is because you lack fire. After church you go and masturbate. With them even here. But this afternoon, I came to challenge you that those things you are battling with when you are on fire for God, that fire alone will purge those things away from your life. 
Yeah. That fire. That fire. See, when a man or a woman is on fire, anything you take from that person, you begin to behave like that. Yeah. Yeah. with my masturbation. Amen. Say fire. Fire. The way you are saying, it's like you like what you are doing. You are saying the fire. Say, hey, this man of God. I enjoyed it too. Amen. Say fire. 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 I'm still talking about fire. We're talking about you can't use yesterday's fire for today's cold. Hmm. You understand what I said? Maybe you, because something the tundra regions of the world, they are the very cold areas in the world. Canada is part now. When the place becomes so cold, you need some amount of heat. You get it. So if you're on fire for God yesterday and today's cold comes, you can't use that fire to do with today's cold. Because it is, you see, they, they will tell you two degrees Celsius, five degrees. Every day it changes. So when it changes, you have to adjust. Because something, the flashing point of substance. You know that. It's okay. Let me not go there. It's okay. Let me continue. So, when fire is fully activated in you, addictions, things that are serving as hindrances that you can't serve God, how to live your life. Let me tell you something. I told someone something. The person was battling with pornography. And I told him, I won't do deliverance for you. And I told the person, pray at least six hours a day. He said, just be praying. Lord, I, I don't like this lifestyle. I, I want to. I want to have an encounter with you. And I told the person that when you begin to have deeper encounters with God, that desire begins to leave you. Because you, you enjoy certain things that normal people does not enjoy. And I told the person that, do this for six months. If you don't see any result, tag me with any name you want. First four days, an angel appeared. That was the first time the person saw an angel. And the angel told the person a lot of things about their mother. So, when this friend of mine was done. Went to the mother and said, Ah, mommy, for some time now, you are not happy about A, B, C, D. And the mother asked her, how did you know? He said, mommy, an angel. The mother said, whoa, whoa, above whoa. The mother didn't believe in him. So the next day, this guy went to pray again. And the angel told him deeper things about the mother, which no one knows about. So, day in, day out, that desire was 
dying. I said, Prof, the kind of things I enjoy when I have fellowship with God, I don't want to go back to that life. You get it? So, when you are on fire for God, you get to a dimension that no more things. You, you don't want to do those things you are doing. And I'll pay. I say, I'll pay. Oh, yes. I came to challenge you this afternoon that be on fire for God. I said, be on what? Are you sure you want to be on fire for God? Yeah. It will purify you. To take away the stupidity and all those things. Taking your precious time. If it is time to pray, now with the FIFA, Obo FIFA. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw some seven guys here. When they sit behind their machine, my God. It's a bossa. But I didn't mention your name, please. I didn't mention your name. I said some seven guys. Maybe if you are part of them and you can tell me. I didn't mention your name. I said seven guys. Young man, I didn't mention your name. I said seven. So maybe you can be part. Hallelujah. And some people too are there. The time to have fellowship with God when they are watching Chelsea match. know them. You know the remaining team. Arsenal. You know them. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So if it is time for you to have intercourse with God, then you want to substitute that time for something that will not add any eternal value to your life. Young girl, do you know how to sing? Yes. You can sing, eh? Yes. When I saw you, I saw Jessica. Face on you. All over. And I saw an angel giving you my permission. Come see here. I'm teaching. The only thing comes, shall be yo. Amen. Back to their teachings. Back to their teachings. You don't focus it. Amen. There's time for everything. <laughs> Amen. Time has not yet come. Amen. Please. If you're on fire for God, let me tell you. Have you seen people play with fire? Even those people who are trained to be fire service personnel, they are afraid of fire. Oh yes, 
They don't joke with fire. They will tell you. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> the prophet and the fire. <laughs> Amen. Yes. They, they are careful. Amen. I don't want to say something right now. <laughs> Amen. They are even careful. So when you are on fire for God, when they mention your name, Ajua, Ajua appear, then the fire of God will appear and consume that witch and consume that wizard and consume that idol and consume that awkward and consume that marine power. I prophesy over your life this afternoon. Anywhere you do mention your name, let the fire of God, let the fire of God respond. Let me tell you, it's not everybody who calls fire and fire comes. See, if I be a man of God, let fire come down. Let fire come down. There is something about fire. Fire responds very quick. If you can worship God and enter into the realm of fire and enter into the economy of fire, there's a dimension, a realm of fire. When you enter into that realm, everything about you is fire. When they see you, all that they see is fire. That is the realm you have to enter. That's why the witches they, are, they mention your name. Gregu! Wow, you have fear. Say, eh? You have to give them tough time. You have to give them what? You have to give them what? Tough time. When they mention your name at the number, they say, no, we need more sacrifice. They in there, due to the fire is increasing. No. Some people are there, the fire around them is, is not strong. Yeah. You, you, even if you are cooking rice, yes, it depends on how you want the rice. Did you get it? Some people they like their rice very hard. God bless them. Yeah, some people. I didn't mention anybody's name. I say some people they like their rice hard. Some people they like it 50-50. So they have a way of regulating the fire. Is it not true? I, mean, I don't know how to cook, but I know small. Amen. Yeah. They are setting powers. When the fire you carry is they don't get closer. Me, I've gone for rat hunting before. We hunt for rat. Yeah. My yebi jai. Yeah. Yeah. Kusi. Yeah.
This afternoon. This afternoon. I need more fire. 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 Lord. Lord. I caught them fire. That fire. Because. Because. I am created. I am created in your very image. In your very image. And after your likeness. After your likeness. Fire. Fire. You can hear me. You can hear me. This afternoon. This afternoon. Appear. Appear. Sit down. So, when you are on fire for God, if you read first Samuel chapter 5, Bible said when they took the ark of God into the camp of Dagon, the ark was there, but Dagon fell. It means that when you carry the presence of God, if you carry the fire of God, any place you enter, yes, you have not spoken, yes, but Lord. the witches and the wizards they begin to bow, they begin to bow, they begin to give away yes, their idols, they begin to give away their witchcraft because their power is too much for them. So when the ark is like this auditorium. Example, I'm not saying this is how the auditorium is like. I'm just giving an example. God forbid. Now, if this place was a place where they worship the witches and the wizard and the idol worshiper and the occult and they do their rituals and things. You get it. And they bring Dion to this place. You have not said anything, no. You are sitting down and there's confusion. There's, there's a lot of things happening. They want to give out those things and serve God. That means the power you carry is too much. That is what happened in First Samuel chapter 5. So when they took the ark to that place, even the ark, now we human beings, we are created in the very image and the likeness of God. You carry the very presence of God. Why is it that we see a witch you are running away? I told myself, if I'm in a car and you're a witch, you can't stay in that car. Oh, yeah. No. I, I'm not supposed to get down for that witch. That witch is supposed to get down because of me. Yeah. I hope you understand what I'm saying. You see that somebody can sing very well. He's a singer, but on carry fire. Or turn you dry. Dry. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. You have to carry fire. Tell your neighbor, you have to carry fire. I have to carry fire. You have to carry what? Fire. fire. Amen. So let, me, let me give you some. About two or five points. Be two to five. How to be on fire for God. My team is becoming fire. How to be on fire for God. Point number one, you have to be born again. You have to be born again. When you become born again, then you have to submit to the lordship of Christ Jesus. Some of you are born again, but you have not submitted to the lordship of Christ Jesus. So Jesus Christ is the savior but he's not the Lord over your life. So if he's not the Lord over your life, be, becoming fire will become so difficult. 
Have you understood what I said? Have you understood what I said? Have to be born again and, and submit to the lordship of Christ Jesus. It is very key. You have to submit to the lordship of Christ Jesus. It is very important. Two. You have to be addicted to the word of the Lord. If you read Jeremiah. Chapter 15 verse number 16. Jeremiah 15 verse 16. He said, I found your word and I ate it. You see, the word of the Lord is a food to the soul and to the spirit. Now, move to Jeremiah 20 verse number 9. Jeremiah 20 verse number 9. What did Jeremiah said? Jeremiah 20 verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 20 from verse 9. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire. Like a burning fire. fire. That means the word carries fire. That is why if you read Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 29, was it like, my word is not like fire and hammer. That break will work into pieces. Yes, sir. So the word of the Lord is fire. The more of the word you consume, the more fire you become. More of the word, the more I eat the word, the more fire I become. Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. So, be an addicted reader of the word. Be addicted to the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. Imbibe on the word of the Lord. Meditate. Visualize the word that you are reading. So when you read the word, the more fire you become. Oh, you don't like reading the Bible. You don't want to read the Bible. You want to read other books. And yes, sir. Oh. If the Lord become your greatest desire, if the Lord become the greatest desire of your heart, it affects every area of your life. If the Lord become the greatest desire of your heart, it affects every area of your life. Hallelujah. You see, the word carries fire. That is why in Luke chapter 24, verse number 32. Luke 24, verse number 32. Luke chapter 24, verse 32. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us when he talked with us by the way? And, and while he opened to us the scriptures, so 
by the reason of the scriptures, their heart was burning with fire. Their heart was what? Burning with fire. Now, what Bible no kind? You read your Bible. You read your Bible. I, I'm not hearing you. Oh, do you read your Bible? Eh, like reading it. Do you have me show him cry? No. Amen. I'm not reading the Bible. But if you want to be on fire for God, after you, you are being born again, born of the water and the spirit, you have submitted to the lordship of Jesus Christ. Be a man or woman who likes the word. Study the word 24-7. Study it. Seven days in a week, 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year or 366 days in a leap year. So when, when you study the word, the more fire you become. But you and I, we are not ready to study the word. You are not ready. Are you ready to study the word? Are you sure? Point number three. I say I'm trying, I'll try my best and give five. I have about 15. I want to deal with the second part of the sin. Hallelujah. Be a man of prayer or be a woman of prayer. Anytime you pray, fire is activated in the soul, in the spirit, in the body. If you read 2 Chronicles chapter 7, Bible says after uh, Solomon has dedicated the temple. Bible said fire came down. When he offered the sacrifice, he prayed, fire came down. Let's read. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 1. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven. Fire came down. It means that any time you enter into your prayer closet and begin to pray. By the time you are done, fire all over you. Fire in your soul, fire in your spirit, fire in your body. Because God is a God of fire. God is a consuming fire. So when you are praying, you are having a deeper interaction with God. Anything that comes in contact with fire begins to behave like fire. So the more you have fellowship with God, the more you become fire. The more you become fire. The more you become fire. Get to that dimension. Is it get to what? Yeah. You don't like this. What do you want? Hallelujah. Then let me move to the part B. Yeah. Rebuilding and repairing the altar so that the fire can fall. We have seen what happens when the fire falls. We've seen those things already. We are moving to the part B. Hallelujah. Some people are saying, Oh, did you prophesy small? I've heard you. Don't worry. Amen. Rebuilding or repairing the altar so that the fire can fall. Okay, okay, okay. 
for your neighbor, this is serious. Say, this is serious. First Kings chapter 18, verse number 26 to 35. Now, Elijah and the prophet of Baal, there was something that was happening. Now, he said, the God who answered by fire, let the people serve that God. And the prophet of Baal did all that they could do on their altar from 12 noon to 6 p.m. Fire didn't come down. Let's read, Reverend Ella. First Kings chapter 18 from verse 26. And they took the bullock which was given them and they dressed it and called the name of Baal from morning even until noon saying, Oh Baal, hear us. But there was no voice nor any that answered. And they so six hours nothing happened. A sacrifice was placed on the altar but fire didn't come down. Read it, I will explain the revelation behind this scripture. But there was no voice, nor any that answered. There was no voice, no answer. Continue. And they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry loud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awake. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past that they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer. So wait till they started from 6 a.m. to 12. Nothing happened. Then they started from from 12 to 6, 12 hours. 12 hours, there was a sacrifice on the altar, but there was no fire. 12 hours, there was a sacrifice, there was no voice, there was no fire. But look at what Elijah did. Elijah understood that when the altar is not rebuilt or the altar is not prepared, no matter the sacrifice that is placed on the altar, fire will not come down. That is your problem. So, you are a living sacrifice. Your The altar is your heart. So, revelation Elijah took what? 12 stones the number 12 represents government so Elijah understood let's continue he started working on the altar verse 30 and Elijah said unto all the people come near unto me and all the people came near unto him and repair the altar of the Lord that was broken. That altar was broken. That altar represents your heart. 
You have a stony heart, you can't be on fire for God. You have a hard heart, you can't be on fire for God. You have an unforgiving heart, you can't be on fire for God. Your heart is full of pain and bitterness, you can't be on fire for God. For you to be on fire for God, you need to repair the altar. What did Elijah did? Elijah prepared the altar, and Elijah placed a sacrifice on him, and he poured water around the altar. Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse number 26, was, let us be washed by the water. It means that the word of God have an ability have the capacity, the energy to work on your heart when your heart is being worked by the word of God then fire will come down I came to announce to you if you repent and work on your heart that fire that you are believing God for that fire will come down Amen. that fire will come down Amen. so Elijah understood the principle you can have the order correct he did it place the order the altar was there, put a sacrifice on it. We know that when sacrifices touches the altar, fire has to come down to prove whether the sacrifice is accepted or not. But Elijah understood that the altar was broken. Is your altar broken? So your heart is full of pain, jealousy, bitterness, envy, pride. Name them. And you want to be on fire. It's not possible. Is it possible? Yeah. Your heart is full of gossip. Hatred. You can't be on fire. Man of God, continue. Verse 31. And Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the But you know we too, we are the living stones. So you know. Okay. Yes, sir. Didn't go there. Continue. According to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob. Very good. Unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of. And he put the wood of seed. And he put the wood in order. And cut the you see, Bible said he put the wood in what? Order. So, if the order, if you read the Bible, Proverbs chapter 26, verse number 20, but when there is no wood, there is no fire. What am I talking about? The wood is the word of the Lord. The wood is prayer. The wood is worship. The wood is your sacrifice unto God. I prophesy over your life. If you understand this mystery and walk by it, you will be on fire for God. Everything was done in order. So check your life. If your life is not in order, the fire will not come. If you are living your life anyhow, the fire will not come down. I say rebuilding and repairing the altar so that the fire will fall. It means that the altar is key. The altar is what? Is oh, they were all canon. Do you know? Man of God, let's go to Matthew. Let me work it. If you read Matthew chapter 25 verse number 8. Matthew 25 verse 8. Yeah. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Our lamps are what? Gone out. The 
oil keeps the lamp burning. Is it not true? Now, the oil is the symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Do you, you get it? That is why if you read Matthew chapter 3 verse number 11 or see I baptize you with water for repentance that he that is coming after me shall baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost with fire. It means that the primary requirement for the fire to come is your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So, but he shall baptize with the Holy Ghost with fire. So, some of us, we don't, have, we don't want to hear anything about the Holy Spirit. So, the more you have constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the more the fire is being activated, the more the fire is being rekindled. You get it. So, it is key. You have oil in your lamp. Man of God, go back. And Elijah said unto the prophet, and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. Verse 33. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels with water and pour it upon the pain sacrifice. Do you, do you see that thing? Now, he started working on the altar. But he realized that he need what? Four barrels of water to work on the altar. How much of the word do you have in your spirit? How much of the word do you have in your heart? Man of God, read it. And he said, do it the second time. So he repeated the same manner. So you, you, your heart is full of pain and bitterness. You are praying that God should do our, take away the pain. One, one day, two days, you are, you, you are done. But it should be something you do constantly. So that you see that the fire is being released. So first, second, third. But you, you have, your heart is full of hatred, pain, bitterness, jealousy, envy, gossip, name them. You pray. Lord, you know me. It's not me. It's this girl. Lord, me, I'm, I want you to take it away. Why? First day, second day. If God will not do it, God should be there. But look at Elijah. So, the more of the word you read, the more God works on your heart. If the heart is not in order, my dear, the fire will not come down. The fear will not be released. Let's continue. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it. Do it the third time. And they did it the third time. Very good. Fair second, third. Continue. And the water ran round about the altar. The water ran about the altar. It means that the more of the word you study, the more the foolish things in your heart, the word takes it away. Hallelujah. And on our own pay. Open easy way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Man of God, continue. And the water. Verse 35. Verse 35. 
And the water ran round about the altar. And he filled the trench also with water. Very good. 36. 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be. Wait. So Elijah understood that he was waiting for, for, for the curious moment. Yeah. You, you are not waiting. You are sleeping. May have done this. It didn't work. But Elijah, after Elijah did all that, Elijah knew that mm, there was time for evening sacrifice. Then he began to petition God. After you have dealt with the stupidity of your heart, you are now trusting God and believing God that the fire will be released. That is where you will be sleeping. That is the time you are waiting for the fire. You go and watch movies. You go and be gossiping about someone and your heart is filled with pain and bitterness again. The more you try to deal with that thing, the more people remind you, you think you are letting go of this guy. Ah, you are a weak guy, pal. Ah, I thought you were a hard guy. Go, go, go. Don't tell him your mind. After telling him your mind, what has changed about your life? After going, me, I don't like that. You can't do me anything. Blah, 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 blah. When you are leaving, you are full of bitterness again. And I yes, sir. After telling the person your mind, sometimes if you go and sit down and you reflect on what you did, you realize that you have been a big fool with capital letters. Because if the Holy Spirit is at work in you, the Holy Spirit will not allow you to go and do that thing. Some of you sitting here, your heart is full of pain and bitterness. No crying make a child. Yeah. Unforgiving heart. Stony heart. Hard heart. Bitter heart. You are looking at my face. Why is it that in the book of Ezekiel 36? Verse number 25 to 26. Why did God turn Ezekiel the prophet? Before I will give them a new heart and a new spirit, I need to take away the stony heart. Why? He wants the, the Holy Spirit is the one who, 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 who make the fire to rekindle. Listen to it. He said, I will sprinkle the water. The word is key. I said what? Man of God, read it, let's go. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean. From that you shall be what? Clean. Now, the heart. Oh dear, you know what I'm talking about. You know the things you have in your heart against some people. You are finding it very hard to let go. If you want to receive this fresh fire I'm talking about, you have to let go. Continue. And ye shall be clean from all your filthiness. All your filthiness. There are some things in your heart. It is making your heart full of death. Then continue, man of God. From all your idols, there are certain things in your heart that has taken the place of God. Those things have become your idol. You give more priority to those things than the things of God. So those things. The word have the ability to put those idols in your heart. 
the word. Say the word. The word. The word. And on our own One of God continue. And from all your idols will I cleanse you. Will I cleanse you? Continue verse 26. And new heart also will and I give you. And new heart will also give you. Continue. And a new spirit will I put I will you. give you a new spirit. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. I will take out the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you the heart of flesh. May God give you his heart. Amen. I went to 40 days. I said, Lord, I don't like my heart. Give me your heart. I want that heart. That you, 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 can, you can let go of things. You can be at peace. I say, I will take out the stony heart. And you agree that me have a hard heart. When they say, I say, yeah, it's true. One of God, you are a prophet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. You need a fire. I say what? You need a fire. Hallelujah. You see, the fire is more important. Now, if you read the book of Mark chapter 4, verse number Mark chapter 14, verse number 54. When somebody is on fire, like a servant of God, a woman of God, a man of God, when you come in contact with them, you catch fire. Let's read. And Peter followed him afar off, even into the palace of the high priest, and he sat with the servant. And, and sat with what? The servant. And, and warm himself at the fire. It means that then, when a man of God, a woman of God, or a child of God is on fire, the more you have communion with them, the more you chat with them, the more you discuss the things of God, you'll be on fire. Some of you, when you meet, you don't even discuss about God. I have a message. Let's gossip about Christ Jesus. Yeah, it's not for now. But when you meet, Bring somebody for discussion, not Jesus. You discuss the person, say evil things, all manner of things about the person. When you see the person, oh, how are you? I hope you are fine. Oh, don't worry. I've been thinking about you this afternoon, but you know what you have said about him or her. You know, true. This very evening, somebody will receive fresh fire here. Oh, I said somebody will receive fresh fire. Your transformation come. When fire comes, it does with cold. Cold. So some people they are lukewarm. You are not hot. You are not cold. Which is same Hallelujah. So when you're on fire, all those things that is not making yourself going to live. If you read Acts chapter 28, verse number 2, I think it is there. And the papyrus people 
showed us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. You see, fire. Because of what? The rain, the cold. Hallelujah. So if you want certain things to live your life, who are you? Thank God. Amen. I almost prophesied. So, when you do that, <laughs> when you do that, when you're on fire for God, oh, those stupid things taking your, oh, now, I'm going to talk about the last two responsibilities. The last two responsibilities. Then we'll, we'll pray. Then we'll close. Then we'll go. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear amen. Oh, I can't hear you. Amen. Yeah. We'll pray. Then we'll Prophesy. go. Amen. This is the sure word of the Lord. Clap for Jesus. We are sure we do. Yeah, it's a sure word. This word can carry you to any country you want to go. Yeah. The marriage you are believing God for. The job you are believing God for. The scholarship you are believing God for. The healing, the deliverance, the miracle. Anything you are believing God for, this word have the ability to give you that very thing. Amen. Now, there is something I discovered. Bible said in the book of Proverbs chapter 26 verse number 20. Where there is no wood, there is no fire. <laughs> Let's go to Leviticus chapter 6 verse number 8 to number 12. I think that, that one will do. Let's read. Okay. You know. You know what is there already. So let's go to Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Very good. Command Aaron and his son, saying, mm -hmm. This is the law of the burnt offering. Very it good. is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. So, there was a law concerning what? Sacrifice. Man of God, go back. Read it again, verse 9. Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning. All night unto the morning. Continue. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. So now there was a law concerning sacrifice. And the sacrifices are supposed to be brought before the altar. And the sacrifices are supposed to be burning all night unto morning. The fire should keep burning. Is your fire burning like that? From evening to morning. Is it burning? Is it burning? Why day? Is it burning? Is it burning? Man of God, continue. I'll explain something. And the priest shall put on, on his linen garment and his linen bridges shall he put upon his flesh and take up the ashes and take up the ashes from the what? From the altar. Now, I, we spoke about fire what? Extinguishes. 
I, I told you about. We have carbon dioxide, we have foam, we have powder, we have water. Do you remember? Very good. Now, the ashes on the altar can quench the fire. So, God expected the priest that every morning they take away their ashes from the altar. Do you know what are the ashes in your heart? Your heart is the altar. When the fire of God begins to consume certain things that God wants you to let go, when you keep those things in your heart, those things become ashes. Day in, day out, they are quenching the fire. They are doing what? So you can see that after fire comes, you are on fire for God. You do everything. Then somebody begins to offend you. Then you go before God as a living sacrifice. You begin to pray God. You see, God is dealing with the thing. Now, God expects you have a responsibility to let go of it. But you, Nehi, You want to keep that very thing that God said, let go of it. So at the end, you see that you are not being on, you are not being on fire for God. Because God said, let go. He said, the priest, make sure that after the sacrifices are being burnt on the altar, one of your responsibilities is this. Take the ashes from the altar. Take what? Are you taking the ashes from the altar? Somebody offended you 17 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years, 5 years, 2 months, 6 months. You are harboring those things. This guy. Some of you, eh, when you are dating someone, and and they didn't the thing they didn't work but we are enemies. When the crown shining him, hey, you know yourself. I think last year, last year, yeah, I think last year, I think during my forty days. I think Minister Brad preached a message about maintaining relationship or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The fact that something didn't work doesn't mean that the person is your greatest enemy in life. God brought you people together because of a purpose. But because you didn't know the counsel of God, you enter into relationship with the person. So you say, oh, this girl, let me date her. Because the way we like each other, maybe that is not God's original intent for the two of you. Maybe because of God's purposes for the two of you, where God is taking you to and what God wants you to do, you, you have corrupted the thing by your emotions. So, you see, most of us, eh, the people God brought into our lives, they are there to help us in fulfilling of our assignment. So, if you are dating someone and the thing didn't go well, that person shouldn't become your enemy. 
Because you don't know. Maybe two years to come. You will need that person. Five years to come. You will need that person. Some people will treat the ladies. Some of the ladies will more treat their men. Because the thing didn't work. Then they have become enemies. What annoys me cry is this. Because maybe I dated this lady and it didn't work, so I can't date the day of her. They, they have a term for it. Sister Coden. Ah, uh, oh, okay. We're coding now. Amen. There is a reason. So if you are harboring those things, you are keeping the ashes upon the altar. The Lord said unto me that there is someone here. Because of your previous relationship, you are still harboring the pain. So it's like where God wants to take you to, you are not getting there. I didn't need you, I need you, We are not enemies, we are friends. If I see you, I'll greet you. Yeah, we are still friends, we are not enemies. Hallelujah. You dare. Hallelujah. Now, another responsibility that the Lord gave to the priest was this they are supposed to put wood into the fire every morning. I told you what the wood represents, the word. Prayer, fasting, worship. Name them. So you have a response. Shall be outstanding. Amen. We are going to pray. We are praying, we are telling God, Lord, I bring my heart before you. Any pain, any bitterness, any anger, any pride, any selfishness, anything in my heart that is not making me to receive the fire, Lord, as I cry unto you this very evening, I let go of that very thing. I let go. You see, when something is being consumed, like the sacrifice, the ashes, they are also used for fire extinguishers. Yeah. That's why I, I, I spoke about it. It's not a mechanical kill. You get it. So, there are things that the fire of God have consumed. God wants you to let go of the remaining things. You get it. This evening. You know what you are harboring in your heart. Take opportunity of this curious moment. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.